Thanks for joining us for today's message. Here at Temple Baptist, we're a church on a mission, connecting people to Jesus and to one another. Well, it's nice to see you out and getting some fresh air. I'm quite aware that some of you are uh, trying to corral little ones, and I'm between you and cinnamon buns, so I'm quite aware of that. It reminds me of the passage in Acts when Paul was uh, speaking at Troas, and uh, he spoke until midnight. And a young man named Eustace uh, was sitting on a windowsill, and he sank into a deep sleep. And as Paul kept on talking, Eustace was overcome by sleep, and he fell down three stories and died. Paul, though, went down and embraced him, and he came back to life. Well, I don't consider myself a Paul gifted to bring you back to life if I speak too long, so please try and stay awake for just a few minutes. I wrestled with the Lord as what I could deliver from him in a few minutes today in uh, this uh, beautiful day, but we've got a little chilly, but we're, we'll, we'll manage. Um, and he gave me a passage from Romans chapter 13, and it's uh, verses 10 to 12, and it says this. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake up from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone. The day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. This has been a long 18 months. We have been meeting as a church differently than what we did for many years before. Our routines have been disrupted. Uh, we have seen divisions over government decisions, mask wearing, regathering limits, extra equipment needs for our streaming services, social distancing, even vaccinations. We're all tired of it. Our church pastors, our staff, and our leaders are weary of it as well. We can all get critical of decisions that need to be made both to satisfy health requirements, keeping each other safe, and still fulfill the role of the church to make disciples. We thought all this would be short-lived, but that was not the case. Our Wednesday night prayer gatherings used to be in person, and we would pray at the end for people to have a safe trip home. These turned into online Zoom events where we were praying at the end of the evening that people would safely travel from their kitchen or couch to their bedroom. Many of us were having communion in our pajamas and getting used to it and actually getting to prefer it in some cases. Be honest. This has been an event of historical proportions for the world and indeed the church. The major question for the church is, have we lost the passion 
to be the church through all this? Are we loving our neighbors or has the enemy distracted and deceived us to focus on loving ourselves, our preferences, our comforts? The scripture this morning tells us to wake up from sleep, lay aside the works of darkness, put on the armor of light. This present moment is the only time available for us for living in the Spirit, for following Jesus, for obeying His commands, for receiving the Father's love and sharing that love with others. We cannot and should not live the gospel in nostalgia. The good old days when we could do what we used to do, savoring our past blessings. We also can't live in fantasy, anticipating things will return exactly as they were in the past, and we can wait until a more convenient time to engage with the church and then love our neighbors. The time is now when we need to set aside the darkness of the mind the enemy has clouded us with these last 18 months and put on the armor of light, the whole armor of God, <clears throat> so that we can withstand the challenges of a changed world and stand firm, especially with the shield of faith we read about in Ephesians chapter 6 and praying what our individual part is in supporting the church community God has placed us in. The community where we are to love our neighbors, where we are to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, Galatians 6 tells us. These days are the days when we most need to grow deep in the matter of prayer. As the passage in Romans says, wake up from sleep. I think the enemy has tried to dull our prayer lives, and prayer is essential to grow in our spiritual formation in Christ. <clears throat> now when we talk about loving our neighbors, <clears throat> what pops into your mind? Well, <clears throat> look to the left of yourself, then look to the right of yourself. Do you see family members of yours? Do you see your children? Do you see your church friends? Do you see people you do not know, but they are here because they feel part of this family? <clears throat> we are all neighbors. And we need to have the spirit of unity and love, one for another. <clears throat> Regardless of our differences we may have, whether it be our circumstances in life, in our challenges in life, in our blessings we have had or have not had in our life, this unity in Jesus, who was born, walked on this earth, and knows our every struggle, every burden, and every shortcoming, and loved us in spite of those so much that he died for us and was buried and rose again to life, witnessed by many 
and then went to be with the Father and left us with the Holy Spirit to be present with us in our daily walk with Him today. Is that a reality in your life and in my life? It is true. And this truth is that will set us free. It's that that sets us free. And it sets us free to live the abundant life that God has promised as we practice His presence day by day, moment by moment. Generally, when things are going well in our lives, we get sloppy with our walk with Jesus. And that is why a world shake-up or a crisis like we've been experiencing should cause us to get serious about our faith and our daily walk with Christ. But I fear the enemy has caused us to fall asleep and not grow in our faith as we should have during these tougher, uncertain times. And that is why Paul, in this passage in Romans, challenges us to wake up from sleep. We always need to be alert. The time is now. We need to hold on to this present time and see where God is calling us to step up and show the love of Christ to our neighbor. Frederick Buckner, in his book, Whistling in the Dark, I love that title, said that medieval churches are like Noah's Ark. The high roof vaults reminded them of upside-down boats. He says, we seem to think of the life of faith is the struggle of the rugged individual but there are no rugged individuals that scratched or clawed their way to salvation. The story of the ark rules out that myth of this individualism that sometimes we have. What's good for me and I can do it and that type of attitude. Because presumably in that day of the ark, God could have doled out a bunch of canoes or rowboats to a bunch of individuals to see who could fight their way through the storm and the flood. But he instead, he gave us one boat, one church, one container of salvation that was available to all. God graciously provides us the boat, but he does not force anyone to get in it. And yet the invitation to come aboard is open to all. If you are on this boat, this church, then realize your presence and your involvement, your willingness to grab an oar when there is help needed for rowing is an encouragement to every neighbor on the boat. And in turn, they, we, can be an encouragement to you. In preparation for the message, our church staff was asked, what were the needs for help in rowing our boat these days? Every staff member provided a list of immediate needs. Adult leaders for all ages of children and teen ministry, small group leaders, people to help with setup, security personnel, parking lot attendants, tech-savvy people for worship and digital ministry, Greeters and registration people, web design helpers, people gifted with music talent, groundskeeper help, clothing drive and hamper ministry help. The list goes on. 
I encourage all of us to find a place to serve. That is another aspect of spiritual formation and growth to become more like Jesus. I want to end, and I'm sure you're looking forward to that, with Philippians chapter 2, where it says, Let the same mind be in you that it was in Christ Jesus. And then it goes on to say this, Who, being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God to be grounds for grasping, but poured himself out, taking the very nature of a servant. You see, when Jesus came in the form of a servant, he was not disguising who God is, he was revealing who God is. Our calling as people who say, the Lord is my shepherd, is to reveal who God is by our life. Our life as servants of the Master, loving our neighbors as ourselves, <clears throat> and thank God that we have the opportunity to be awake and alert to do that with a host of neighbors we call our church family. We can even rejoice that we can share cinnamon buns together in freedom just as another evidence of God's love for us. Let us stand and be the church. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this beautiful day. And Lord, it may be chilly, and, uh, but Lord, we are so thankful that we can live in freedom. We have the opportunity to know the truth, and it's the truth of your word that sets us free. And I pray that today you would just meet us right where we are. You would encourage each of us to grow closer and closer to Jesus and to love our neighbors as ourselves. Lord, give us a wonderful day and bless us abundantly. And we thank you for the freedom we enjoy every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening, and consider joining us live on Sundays at 9.15 and 11 a.m. For our address, directions, and any other information, find us online at templebaptist.com. There's no